Hence, I'm glad you're here today. We're going to continue to learn how to receive from God our healing, to receive that extraordinary power of that, just that miraculous healing that can happen when God shows up. His power is here to, it, it, it's, it's here to receive it. But will you receive it? Do you have the faith to receive it? And then we're learning how to be sure that we are not only ready to receive it, but to keep it because we've learned the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He's going to come and try to take that from you. So we're learning. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, thank you for teaching us your kingdom principles, how to live in the fullness of that good life that you have for us. You came that we may have life to the full until it overflows, and we want to receive that. We want to receive that. So we thank you for teaching us how to and how to keep that. We love you and praise you in your name. Our actions of obedience give us the confidence to stand before God and believe that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. If you don't obey him, you won't have confidence. And when you stand before him, your heart will condemn you. And when that happens, just do that thing that you know that he's telling you to do. To live in his kingdom, we have to fully obey him. We have to do what is right in his eyes. And if we're not doing what he's telling us to do, absolutely positively, nothing is going to happen. He can't do anything. It's his law. And to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. I'm throwing this in there. You have to love your neighbor. And when you love your neighbor, you're covering the second most important command. And the reason I'm throwing that in there is because that is the big stickler. That, that is one of the hardest things for people to do, to love their neighbor, to love that person that's hard to love, to forgive. And many times it's because we're expecting that cooperation from that person to love us back. And that doesn't always happen. That person does not always love us back. And so we have to love anyway. And when we do that love, when we do that love, we have God's power in our life. Loving the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind is to care about what he cares about, and he cares about your neighbor. And so that is the most important command, and if we do not do not do that command, we're really just a sounding gong. Relating back to Matthew 7, 21 through 23, not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven. So you're expecting God to do something 
yet you didn't do his command. He said, only those who do the will of the Father, only if you love your neighbor, only if you love, because you can't fit into the kingdom if you don't love, if you haven't learned his love. But many are going to say, but Lord, but Lord, I did this, I did that in your name. And he's going to say, I didn't know you. And he's saying that because you disregarded his command. And he's going to stay away from me. I never knew you. It's his law to forgive because that's love. If you don't forgive, you're not loving. And many will say, I, for I forgive, but I can't forget. If you can't forget, you didn't forgive. We have the perspective of the world because we don't sit at his feet and hear what he has to say. We kind of give him that time frame. And really, that's always the bottom line to hear what he has to say to you. Well, Revelation 3.20, he corrects those he loves. He's going to correct you. He's going to prepare you for the kingdom. He's preparing us to live in the kingdom. And so he's going to correct you. And his way to love is not the way the world's way is to love. And so you got to go to him to find out. And aside from that, if we call ourselves Christians and we don't love, then we're not showing the power of God in our lives to show them who God is. It's really our responsibility to receive from God. It really is if we call ourselves Christians because we're saying we're Christ-like. And if we're Christ-like, then we have to love like he loves. We put ourselves aside and we put that other person before us. We love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our soul, and our mind. We care about what he cares about. We, he cares about our neighbor. And so our actions of obedience really determines our strength, our, our level of faith. If you're communicating with Jesus and you know you are doing what he's telling you to do, you're going to have his power manifesting in your life. You're going to be able to receive from him and maintain that healing. When you receive your healing, you're going to be able to maintain it because you've taken the time to get faith, to understand, because you've become adaptable soil. You adapted to his way. And you recognize the enemy come and say, that's okay, you don't have to forgive. He's doing that because that's, that's his part. He comes to still kill, and destroy. He's, he's trying to steal not only our healing from us, but our eternal life. And so... To receive from God, we have to obey him. Our act of obedience is going to be our confidence. Many people don't have confidence. 
they don't think God will really heal them because their heart condemns them. They have that conviction, but they didn't do anything about it. I just want to say, when you when you do something about it, you you go closer to Jesus. You're just going to get closer and closer to him. And that act of love that you do, when you love anyway, when you love that person that is hard to love, God starts giving you insight and revelation knowledge. Really that you want now. You don't want to stand before him that day and be accused and be judged and, and feel ashamed of how you treated someone or how you acted. You want to make that change now. You want to make that change now. You want to have eyes to see now, ears to hear now before that day comes. And so your confidence, really, and your everyday life, it's not in you. It's in him. And it comes from obeying him. It comes from obeying him. If you love me, you'll obey me. And I'll show myself to you. If you love him and you're willing to obey him, he's willing to correct you. If you're not going to do what he's telling you to do, then he's just going to be quiet. He already knows that. You, you have to keep on seeking, keep on knocking. Make him your quest. Submit. Put your life aside for him. My son was born with a birth defect, and Jesus said I would see him healed. And I didn't see it. I didn't see it happening. And so I said, what's going on? I thought you said. And he said, as you change your life to live it my way, you'll see your son healed. Because you'll be all the way into my kingdom, where all my blessings are. I don't want to just bless you a little bit here and there. I want to give you everything I have. And that's why he's telling you to disconnect from this world. To not only receive your healing, but to receive all the good things that he has for you. His extraordinary healing power is available to us, but we got to move into the kingdom and be that light. Be that living example of who he is for him, for you, to those who are lost. So those who don't know him want what you have, want, want what they see in your life. An extraordinary power even that you have to love those who don't love you to give to those who don't give to you.
So in order to receive a supernatural healing, something that doctors can't do to have your limb grow out, to have limbs grow out. You know, we talked about Jesus, how he went around doing good, healing all who were harassed and oppressed by the enemy. He looked for people to bless. It's his heart's desire to heal you. And he wants so much to do that, but we have to decide that we believe him. Change our mind. Follow him. When you change your mind, you're going to do his will. And when you do his will, that means that you love him. And that opens the door for all the kingdom blessings for you in your life. So, we are going to continue our healing. And um, we're going to continue to talk about receiving your healing from him. It's already, it's already available. It's already there. We just have to learn how to receive it. And so, Revelation 3.20, Jesus said, I'm knocking at the door of your heart. If you heed my voice... Here comes that obedience again. I'll come and live on the inside of you. I'll dine with you. He's going to teach you. If you heed his voice, if you don't heed his voice, then really there's nothing he can do. Your action of obedience. It's not just a prayer that you pray and you get to go to heaven. You can call him Lord, Lord, right? But to do his will, to do his will is the key, to obey him so he can bless you, so you can move into the kingdom. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you and praise you for teaching us your way, for helping us to understand how to receive from you. We submit to you today to do your will, not our own, to prove your will is good and perfect, to come into agreement with you, to be there for you in this last day, to be a part of, be a part of your life and show others who you are. Love you and praise you. Give you all the glory. He's there for you. He's always there for you. He loves you so much. And the only way he can bless you, remember this, is if you obey him. Follow his instruction. Give him that time slot where you can hear him, where he can talk to you. If you're too busy all day long, you don't have time to talk to him. How's he going to get that message to you that you need to hear? Give him your time. Come to know him. Get ready.
to move in with him. Get ready to receive from him. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.